Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another rider, another story. Today we're honoured to have a lovely lady all the way from Iraq. She's beautiful and she smells good. My car smells like heaven right now, I have to say. And she's opening a shisha bar. Um, and she's going to explain all about it. And we're just going to have a little chit-chat and see how it goes from there. So nice to have you here today. Okay, I'm not used to this. Nice to speak. No, no, speak. So tell us. Yeah. What, first of all, what brought you to England? Oh, that's a hard question, very personal. Um, I always wanted to, to visit London, mm-hmm. and I, for some reason I didn't get a chance. And one day I just packed and I said I'm going for a holiday to London to see how it is. Mm-hmm. I arrived, I liked it, and I said I will move here to study law. And I just stopped here, and so, I started studying. Okay, have you been here for long? Uh, three years now. Three years, okay. okay. Yeah. So, before we get into the main questions, tell us what kind of person were you when you were in school? Uh, responsible, very, but uh, party at the same time. A very party girl, but I always make sure I first uh, comply with all my assignments. Uh, I cannot leave my family down. It's a culture thing. I oh. have to keep up. It is standard, yes. Okay, I understand. That's good. So, you're going to open a business. Yes. Tell us why you want to open that business and what motivates you. You know, I I love your city. I love London. I have like a relationship of hate and love. And this city, it's a little bit the New York of Europe, Mm -hmm. in my my view. And um, I see that London... It's not the best quality life, like in regards to sometimes of food and weather, but it's one of the best for making money, for making business. And I said to myself, a lot of people are making business in this city. I'm not stupid, more stupid than anybody else. I will be one of the strongest in this city. And I said, I will make business here. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I'm honest. So You're gonna hear about me. It's just the first of a lot of businesses, inshallah. Okay. Yes, inshallah. Yes, yes. Okay. So, tell us how how is this business gonna work? What, what, um, so, the idea your... of why shisha? Shisha is a very traditional Arabic. Um, um, how can I say stress relief time? Okay. But um, the shisha that I'm going to bring to, at the moment will be mostly around um, southwest London, so around Chelsea and Knightsbridge for the moment, until the business will not grow and we will be able to deliver to other friends. But most of our friends and location of parties are there, so we'll be focusing there. We want to try to... um, to make a new experience of shisha, like to keep the traditional idea of it, but in a new key of modern party way, you know? Okay. So we don't want to keep it like the traditional old Arabic thing that you can see in Edgar Road, you know? Okay. Okay. So the twist is going to be, what, people are going to be smoking shisha and dancing or? 
they will they will have um, will bring this to to private parties of mostly of people that we actually already mm-hmm. kind of know and um, it will be an interesting interesting shisha the, some tobacco comes also from russia the pipes are made uh, half in egypt and half in russia it's an amazing experience of taste and our chemist it's wow it's an artist he makes amazing cocktails of flavors into okay. this shisha uh, he will. Not, he does not reveal the secrets. He does not reveal exactly the quantity and which kind of flavor he puts. But you must try. Uh, not because it's mine. I'm very picky with shisha, and uh, I wait until I've been convinced about it. I wanna deliver the best product because so many people does shisha in London, and so many similar services. But these, I'm I'm proud of it. People will love it when they're gonna try. So there's a real art to the shisha world because you're speaking about one pipe being made in two different countries. Yes. So what part is made where and why? Um, it's hard for me to explain to you in English, if I must be honest, the part okay, of... Uh, we'll try, we've got patience. <laughs> we didn't arrive. <laughs> but yeah, uh, in regard of the shisha, uh, we basically have um, the the clay head. The clay head in English mm-hmm. is um, is actually made in Russia. Um, I, I'm not the. I did not order this. Like I did not um, plan this. But the guy that I'm uh, I'm getting the product from, mm-hmm. the suppliers, they they advise me it's better to to be doing there at the moment it's a better quality for the way it works with the tobacco but um, the bottom part of it mm-hmm. it's from Egypt even uh, not just for the material but even for the design you know to keep anyway the traditional idea of the shisha and Egypt it's it's famous for having you know the best uh, the best pipes of shisha okay. so we decided to keep it there but it's a little update with this Russian clay head. Is, is Russia known for shisha? Because it I, start to be yes. But they start to take it on now. They start to take it on yes because a lot of um, Russian as well. I think in London, you know, they start to to try to like it. Uh, most of them they smoke it, mostly girls. The girls. To be honest, oh, yes, okay. in London, and oh. they they are doing um, a very nice tobacco as well. Not the tra- not the alfajar, the tradition. Oh. For a couple of months, just like um, private parties and uh, houses, and then we will um, we will move the service, our business, into hopefully into different businesses such as rooftops. Like uh, we would like to collaborate with the radio rooftop, with the jacks, with places uh, around London that are already like bars and restaurants, but do not offer shisha. And uh, we hope they will love Munnur. Munnur is uh, our brand. Uh, okay, that's good. Have you considered when you go there, if you do a night and it's very successful, they may try to copy you? Um, they can try, why not? You know, like uh, there are a lot of, um, uh, other businesses around the world like big brands you know like we have Cartier right 
Yeah. They make amazing bracelets and are quite expensive. And a lot of people uh, try to, to make the same but fake. Uh, me personally, I prefer to stay without Cartier if I cannot afford the, the original one. <laughs> you, know. yeah. and you don't look like you can't afford it though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, you can buy their traders, huh? No, I'm, I'm okay. very young. So how, how have you found living in London? I love it. I mean, at the beginning was um, was a bit was a bit hard. Was a trauma. A culture shock. Yes, like a maximum every fifteen days, I had to to come back home for at least two days to eat like my mum food, to to sleep, to have normal life. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's ah, different. Every, day, every 15 days you flew back to, what is it? To, to Florence. Florence. I grew up in Florence, yes. Okay, I've been to Florence. You've been? Yeah, you like it? With the bridges, with the houses on. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Florence. Yeah, nice. And you've got the square and everything, yeah. Yes, it's beautiful, but it's very different. It's much more quiet and uh, it's better quality life, but it's more boring. If you live all your life there, everybody knows you. It's a little bit suffocating. Okay. Oh, so you, when you come to London, you're free. Uh, I would say I was like a, a naive angel, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, um, I, this city is a game, and uh, you need to understand very fast the rules to don't get eat up <laughs> by the game. <laughs> okay. So what, <laughs> I'm a quick learner. Okay, that's good. So you, I take it you're talking the, the relationship, the dating game, or just generally? Oh no, generally everything. Uh, no, they, which dating? London? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You guys don't have dating. You uh, For me it's been shock. Uh, it was very funny. I didn't know what is friends with benefits. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, voila. Oh, voila. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, friends of benefits. <laughs> to improve my English, yeah. the first year when I moved here, I was working weekend in nightclub as a hostess, and uh, we had one regular, some regular customers, guys. And obviously, I always I'm very friendly and I get along with everybody, mostly in my job. And this one guy, my English was very bad still at the time. So I say hello, Nora. How are you? He came. I said, hi, I'm good. Nice, nice to see you. And he said, he was maybe he was tipsy or something. I don't know. He came out. He was smoking, and he said, you know, I would love us to be friends with benefits. And I said, of course we are friends. You know, I said, uh, don't worry. I said every time. And my manager, he heard and he said, Nora, you know what is uh, friends with benefits? What the guy said. I said. I don't know, friends. I said, of course, I see him anytime. He's uh, all right. He said, no, no, no. And he explained to me what was. I felt so sad for him. I said, what is this city about? You well, felt sad for him. That's yes, and insulted for myself, but, but it's sad for him because how can you think I'm going to be your friend with benefit, you idiot? You know, like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the benefit is just for you, not for me. Which benefit? Which benefit does the woman get? From a friend with benefit, it's just the profit of the man, and uh, it's a it's a woman fault in this city. It's not a man fault. It's woman fault. It's the woman that ruin uh, ruin things around. Uh, there that there are no more men. Men does not do any more effort. I can see for the woman. Oh, I see. You're saying uh, you're saying because women agree to that kind of thing, 
lowers the standards. Uh, you know, they, it's not like they really agree. Like, if you really, as a woman, say, I just want to have fun, fair enough, you know, I respect whatever you want to do, do. But most of the girls, because they, maybe they like the man, they kind of <laughs> agree with the, like, I'm going to change his mind. Yeah. Like, he's going to get in love with, no, honey, he's, she's, he's not going to get in love. He's just going to have fun. And when you're going to start having drama, because you're going to ask him, what are we, after two, three months, he's going to say, I, I'm not ready for a relationship. I told you from the beginning. And then they get pissed, uh, like, Habibti, this is not how it works. You have to say from the first day, halas, a relationship or nothing, you know, friends, uh, shake hands. Or have fun, but don't complain after. But for a woman, does not exist the fun. A woman, it's emotional at one point. Yeah, I can understand. What did you, um, you say to him after that? Uh, you know, I, m my English at the time was not good. Like Because in that moment, straight away, I get angry. Mm -hmm. I felt disrespected. Like, because I respect you every time you come. I said, and... Uh, like... I would not expect you to talk to me like this, like, uh, you know? Mm. But, uh, and I never give too much confidence anymore to him. And it was, it was like the really beginning time. And then I understand, guys. And then I said, okay, uh, now I'm going to show to all of you. <laughs> and I became more uh, mean, you know, more uh, direct. But I'm always very friendly with everybody. But when you say you became more mean, how? Uh, you know, because when I arrived, I was so sweet, so, so, so sweet. But now, sometimes you, because people love to joke in this city, and I'm very good at jokes, you know, like if you want to laugh, okay, let's laugh. I will make you laugh. But at the end, they, they will laugh about themselves because nothing is going to happen, you know. Mm -hmm. okay. But not rude, never rude. Yeah, I, I see the Arab culture is very polite. <laughs> I, I had this guy from... Yeah, he was from Saudi. I picked him up in a taxi, but we met up a couple of times and what have you. And I was explaining to him that he's very, he's very, um, he's always apologizing. He's very, um, respectful. Yeah, and opens his hand, his, wears his heart on his sleeve. Yes. So, and I said, you can't be in London in most circles and live like that. You've got to harden up got to be kind of say what you want and go for what you want yeah I see what you mean but let me explain you one thing about the, this kind of culture it doesn't mean that the person is weak do not confuse being kind with being stupid so um, I don't think I think you have never to forget where you come from you need to keep up your value and your principle mostly when it's a culture like this that personally I love it's a very welcoming and uh, um, pure it's not dirty mm -hmm. it's a very hum human uh, a nice human level of culture to mm -hmm. be like this and you just need to surround yourself that, with people that are similar to you. Doesn't mean that you don't know how to react in front of people that uh, are trying to take advantage of your kindness, but you don't have to change for nobody, you know? You need to keep, to be proud of who you are and where you come from and, and to show these people how you should be, mm. not to become like them. Otherwise, uh, 
you know, where where are we gonna end? Like, we're not gonna have any more families, you know, like. Mm. Yeah, I understand because family is a big thing, it's a serious thing. It's well, it's it's personal, you know. Mm. There are people that maybe want uh, kids, people that they don't want. It's not about kids. About when I say family, it's about building, uh, you know, uh, unity. Yeah. Maybe just you and your partner, or you and your partner and fifteen kids. I don't know. It's uh, everybody' choice. Yeah, I understand. So, moving on, because we're running out of time, Yeah. where can people find you if they want to come to this Shisha bar, Shisha event? So, uh, it will be, so the website will be Monur, it's M-O-O-N-N-O-O-R, and at the moment, if you do not trust uh, me, you can come and try, um, I'm not sure we can see. Yet, you know. Okay, well, but um, you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so, um, we have a little. Um, oh, so you can come to my house. You can come to my house at Taboo Lounge in Chelsea. Okay. Well, how about this? What I would say to the uh, listeners here is that leave your email address on the website. There's going to be a place where they can. You can leave your email address if, if they're interested in your services. You'll get back to them and you can organize a tester. Oh, definitely. Okay, then. We can well, do that. Thanks a lot for that. Thank you. And we wish you well. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.